a year ago, something unthinkable happened at the 94th Annual Academy Awards. I won't bother to just talk about what we've all been talking about, but last night, Chris Rock finally talked about it. He eviscerated those who attacked him and said that he is not a victim. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. This was the topic of conversation last year. Um, people were, you know, uh, kind of like, okay, what's, what's, is this an act? I think we all watched it and thought it was an act. And then it came to be revealed. It was for real. It was something unflo- unfolding on television. There was a mute, there was a time delay for those reasons. Said person still received an award and a standing ovation. While many were godsmacked by, I mean, to put it lightly, what happened. So Chris Rock has this special called, um, what's it called? <laughs> I watched it last night. Um, it was, it was, it was true Chris Rock. It was, uh, if you remember Bigger and Blacker, and if you remember, um, I mean, I remember repeating one of his, you know, I had a, someone was bullying me in high school, and they said something to me, and I told them to go get their salad tossed. Big mistake. Huh. But anyway, so yes, Chris Rock, I mean, I've, I've been aware of his work since I was a teenager. Um... Selective Outrage on Netflix. Oh, it was real. It was real. And he brought it. He brought it. So here we are. We're a week away from the Academy Awards. There is already a crisis team, just in case that happens again. And it's it's not going to happen again. And I don't... I mean, it, it really... It overshadowed the awards. Because that really was it. It wasn't who won, which was Coda for Best Picture, Jane Campion for Best Director, Will Smith for Best Actor, uh, Jessica Chastain for Best Actress, Ariana DeBose for Best Supporting Actress, <coughs> and um, Troy. Um, um, yeah, I know. I I, sh- I really should have his name in front of me. Let's see. Troy Kutzer for Best Supporting Actor. He, he became the only the second deaf actor to win an Academy Award. The first being his co-star in CODA, Marley Matlin. So, it was, it was, uh, it was a wild, um, it was a wild show. So, uh, let's hope that doesn't happen again. Um, but yeah, it was... It overshadowed. People talked about it. When we watch the Academy Awards, it's to uh, it's to escape, to watch this industry event. And at that moment, what occurred changed everything. And that's what we were talking about. And it's unfortunate. And um. 
course, there was the removal of certain categories from the broadcast. Best Animated Short Film, Best Documentary Short Subject, Best Film Editing, Best Live Action Short Film, Best Makeup and Hairstyling, Best Original Score, Best Production Design, and Best Sound were not broadcast live, but instead pre-taped an hour before the start of the telecast. Now, the Academy says they will not do that this year. Let's hope so. Oh my goodness. It make you know it makes for the news and it makes for television when things go off hinge. Now for me it's you know if it's surprise winner wins then it's it's fascinating. But when it's violence and um people getting hurt <sighs> yeah. It's not good. And so I wanted to just touch light on that. We're going to talk about some films and music in a bit, so stay tuned. Uh, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast coming up. to the Dr. Zeus film podcast. That, of course, is the Perry Mason theme. That was a retelling of the theme conducted by Mr. Terrence Blanchard. In 2020, you know, the pandemic happened and um, a lot of shows were coming out that had been done before the pandemic. And one of them was the retelling and origin story Perry Mason. And Perry Mason, that's my grandparents' era. You know, Raymond Burr, that, that's their era. And my, I think my mother and my father were teenagers during that time. And then I remember in the 90s, Perry Mason, they would do like the specials, you know, I think like it was a Matlock, remember Matlock? Matlock, kind of, that, this was your grandparents' viewing, okay? When they had the Matlock specials in the 90s, and then the Perry Mason specials. So, Matthew Reese... Is it Reese or Rice? Matthew Reese, brothers and sisters, plays Perry Mason. And um, the second season, after three years, is finally here. I, I think it was going to premiere tonight, but it's premiering tomorrow. I told you once, you could be great. Or you can be nobody. a devastating loss. Murderers such as these men have no place in our civilized society. I don't think they did it. The cops round him up and LA's got themselves the perfect patsies. It's worth fighting for. I just worry that... What? That you're not ready for another murder trial. 
It's important. Mason knows the price for taking up sides against our city. This case is big. Bigger than you. Just How's the murder trial of the century going? Now you treat those Mexican boys better than you treat your own son. Mr. Mason, it seems a bit... March 6, Perry Mason returns after three years. And those of you who listened to the show three years ago know that I was taken with this this series. My brother had told me about it. Sometimes he'll tell me certain shows. I'm like, okay, that's something you would like. But he said, no, um, Robert Downey Jr. and his wife are producing this show. And I went, really? And because Robert Downey Jr. was going to play Perry Mason, but he became, you know, Marvel busy, and things change, and um, so they went to the uh, Emmy Award winning actor from the Americans, the Welsh actor himself, um, such a brilliant actor, Matthew Reese, Matthew Reese actor, <laughs> who of course you remember from A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, that, that was such a beautiful film, and of course the show Brothers and sisters. Um, I, I loved him as Perry Mason. I think he should have won the Emmy for it, but that's just me. Um, I'm such a fan of this show <coughs> and um, how they did it. You know, it's, uh, it's a period tale in the 1930s. Perry Mason is a veteran of, the, of World War I. He has shell shock syndrome. We call now um, PTSD. Um, this is this is going to be a very great cast. I mean, you got Hope Davis, John Chafin, uh, Fabrizio Guido, um, Sean Astin. Oh, whoa! Uh, Paul Racy. Oh, from uh, Sound of I don't know. Is that Sound of Metal? Yeah, from Sound of Metal. Um, Jen Tulak, uh, and of course, um, one of my favorites. Because I used to love the show Weeds. Um, Justin Kirk. <laughs> interesting, interesting show. And its uh, exec- executive producers are none other than Robert Downey Jr. and Susan Downey, as well as uh, Matthew Reese. 
who's a producer. HBO really has a, a great track record. If you think about it, you got Succession, you've got The Last of Us, you've got Perry Mason, um, it, and it just doesn't stop their White Lotus. So this this really is television that's gonna knock you out. And the first season of Perry Mason on HBO was just for me it was riveting. It was riveting. And it wasn't until the end of that first season that you heard the iconic theme that I played just a few minutes ago for you. Um, I, I am just so in love with this series. And I, I love things that are from the 30s and I, you know, the way they told it. And here's, here's just a brief taste of the invitation to the set of Perry Mason. Privileged position of coming back for a second season of any show is always a little nerve-wracking. It's kind of like getting to take control of an aircraft carrier. It's exhilarating, but it's also intimidating. Returning to the courtroom steps with 600 extras all dressed in period clothing was really thrilling. We had such a good collaborative company and having something to be that excited to go back into was rare. Season two takes place about six months or so after the end of the first season when Perry's taken over E.B.'s firm. Who are you? Good morning, Mr. Mason. I'm your new secretary. I what? He's coming off of this great victory with Emily Dotson, and that high can only last so long. We start the season with this strange place when no one really knows what the purpose of the work is. Hey, can we focus, please? Perry is going through this awful imposter syndrome, wondering, do I really want to be part of the legal profession, or is it easier just to sort of leave everything behind? Ultimately, he's looking for a purpose. Mr. Mason, Miss Street, this is... My name is Luisa Gallardo. We came to see you because my nephews, Rafael and Mateo, were arrested. Even though we find Perry retreating at a rate of knots, there is a case that presents himself that will appeal to the very core of his nature. Two young Latino boys who've been accused of murdering an enormous pillar in the Los Angeles community. They aren't killers. Rafael is an artist, and Mateo, he wants to be a mechanic. Something to Mason doesn't seem right. The government range with a single shot. That makes sense to you? The Gallardo case is not based on an actual case, but the circumstances of racial prejudice in the judicial system in the early 1930s. We're trying to tell the story of this era through this family. What it means to feel part of the American dream and to see it taken away from you. What does justice look like for the haves and the have-nots? There is no true justice. There's only the illusion of justice. The case reignites the firm and the enthusiasm for what they're doing. Ready? Good luck. That's uh, a taste of the onset making of um, Perry Mason season two. I've been I've been waiting for this since the first season. The first season just. You know, it, it was it was riveting and I'm usually not into murder stuff, but the fact that this is first of all, Matthew Reese is such a great actor. I used I loved him on Brothers and Sisters, The Americans, um, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and then for him to take on this role, this is this is a very um iconic these are these are shoes 
to fill. Raymond Burr, come on. Perry Mason. Legendary. And um, everyone talks about that. And but the but this is this is a different this is a different Perry Mason. This is a different one. The language, of course, is very it's HBO. What can you do? I mean, I figured you know the first half. I'm gonna we talked about the Chris Rock thing, and then I'll give you something to look forward to, something positive. Um, versus you know um, something that happened last year and controversial. Oh my goodness, I I cannot wait for this season. I am so excited, and it's gonna okay. Here we go. Eight episodes. Not bad. Not bad. But yeah, Perry Nate. Uh, last year it really it wowed me it wow not last year feels like last year it was 2020 huh perry mason premiered on june 21st 2020 and um matthew reese was nominated for an emmy for best actor in a, in a drama series for perry mason um the series i love the series i really really do and i'm looking forward to this and um you know, and it's funny because when I, I remember I was, I, I really hadn't rebranded the show yet to the Dr. Zeus film podcast. It was just the Dr. Zeus podcast. You know, that's my nickname. That's not my real name. I mean, you kind of, I mean, let's get real here. You probably kind of figure out what my real name is. If it's Zeus, come on. I'm not necessarily Greek, although it actually is kind of in the, in the gene pool. If you, if you shake that, um, that a uh, wonderful family tree. The family tree is such a. <laughs> I mean, my family tree is kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. A lot of lot of interesting characters, um, and they really were characters. But they loved series like this, just as I loved Perry Mason. I I absolutely um, loved it. I thought it was phenomenal, just a phenomenal series, and um, yeah, yeah, that's really, that's really what it's about, is the series that um, take hold of us and make us think and um, make us uh, question things, and um, but yeah, I, I love how it's done, I'm a film person, and I'm for me, it's all about, you know, if it's a period piece, it's about the continuity. And um, uh, and also, these performances, I mean, they, these are not spring chickens, you know. They, they are These are actors that are seasoned. Is it really seasoned? And so, um, I'm going to check HBO and see if it's available now. Because somewhere it's already tomorrow. And um, uh, eventually when... <coughs> I get to crack open um, season two of Perry Mason. I will talk about it and I will play some clips here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Now, some people have been saying, oh my God, you sound different. What happened? And um, what I just learned to do is just kind of relax because I'm usually on a schedule. And it's like, you know, I work and, I, and then I'm tired and I come home, probably take a nap and then I do the show. And I figured, you know what, I'm just going to, well, first of all, I'm speaking for my diaphragm, which is you really have to pace yourself to do this. And, um, you know, because I want to sound professional. 
professional. Oh yes. You know, and also there are a few people there who like the sound of my voice. And so I don't particularly like the sound of my voice. I know how to manipulate it a certain way and um, be professional. And, uh, you know, it's all about your tone. If your tone, people will listen to what you have to say. <laughs> so that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Perry Mason on HBO Season 2 premieres tomorrow night. So check it out. If you want, catch up on Season 1. It is a phenomenal series. It is um, not your grandparents, Perry Mason. The language, the nudity, the situations, the violence, the imagery. This is a different kind of Perry Mason for the 21st century. As always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>